Come in, Moongoons. Come in. Can anyone hear me? We drank way too much Guinness and Irish car bombs this St. Paddy's Day. We passed out. When we woke up, we found ourselves in space. And we're not alone up here. That little green gold obsessed leprechaun that's been hounding us for the last four years. He's here too. So if you can hear this, send help and more Guinness. Until then, we'll just have to watch Leprechaun 4 in space. We'll watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today on this, uh, our St. Paddy's Day episode. A little few days late, but, you know, you, you still get it in. It's Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hey, oh, Yeah, we, we kind of squeezed this one. We could have done the weekend before or the weekend after. Uh, I figure might as well just nurse the hangover and yep. watch a delectable movie. That's right. That is Leprechaun <laughs> 4, Leprechaun in Space. In Space! I love it, man. <laughs> That's right, guys. We're doing Leprechaun 4 in Space. I like how we jump around with this shit. We did Leprechaun, Leprechaun 2, Two. Leprechaun in the Hood. No, I think we did... Returns. Oh, yes. We did Returns. Leprechaun Returns. Then we did Leprechaun in the Hood. Hood. And now we're doing Leprechaun in Space. space. <laughs> so all we have left is 3 and Back to the Hood and Origins, and Origins right? Which technically isn't even part of this series, yeah. I don't think. I'm pretty I don't, sure. I don't but think so either. Yeah. Um, and I think that will cover our Leprechaun movie. <laughs> so, uh, God, is this the one we've done the most of? Uh, that's four. It's close. I mean, of the bi- of like a big series. Of like a bit like, you know... Obviously, pork chop. That was three, four. Four. We four. did four pork chops. Um, I lost. I, we've done two Nightmare on Elm Streets. We've done one was a watch along. Yeah, but technically, you still did. Yeah, uh, handful of Friday Thirteenth. Handful. We've done. I think we're tied with Friday Thirteenth. I think we've. How many did we do? Three or four Fridays. We did we five. Five. We did goes to hell. Goes to hell. We've done X. That's yeah. three. And we, and we did a watch along for watch-along. seven. Yeah, we did a watch long with seven. That's right. Uh, that's four. Yeah, I, did we do a watch long for Freddy vs. Jason? We did. So technically, does that count? I mean, I would say it counts. So Friday the Thirteenth, then I guess would still be that would be five. So Leprechaun's right behind there with four. Yeah. Um, tied with uh, pork chop. Yeah, tied with pork chop. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else we've done four of. So. Um, before we get in, like I said, uh, this is March. March Madness kicked off this weekend. COVID edition. COVID edition. Well, the actual tournament started this weekend. Because uh, <laughs> that's before. what they're here to listen to. Yes, our basketball talk. Uh, but our Horrible Horror March Movie Madness Tournament of Awfulness is starting probably tonight. I think after we record this, I'll send Aaron the info and we will get our first round matchup posted for you guys to vote on and get this rolling uh, so we can get uh, try burn through this real quick so keep in mind if you want to vote on which movie is worse of our matchup 
uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and uh, tie your votes. There. That's where we. I'm gonna do Facebook too. I'm just gonna put on. Facebook yeah, because we did Facebook. that last year, or you know, we the very first year we did Facebook, but we always had more luck with. Instagram. Yeah, I'm just gonna do them both. Okay, I'm gonna do them both. All right, so uh, try to keep it just. I would say one vote per platform to keep it simple. One vote per person to keep it simple. Do whatever you want, guys. <laughs> if I catch, I catch. If I don't. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that's that let's move it let's let's uh you know blast off here guys let's go straight to lever count four um also i keep in mind this is going to be an aaron run episode i'm going to do the opening stuff like and the ending stuff but the main bulk the meat and potatoes this is gonna be an aaron show today the meat and potatoes ah very nicely done nah. all right uh count four this was released straight to video on february 25th of 1997 uh written by dennis a pratt Directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith. Uh, he also directed Leprechaun 3 and Night of the Demons 2 are his other horror movie uh, crash he's got. Uh, you can currently find this movie on Amazon and on Peacock TV. Which is where I watched it. You watched it on Peacock? I watched it on Peacock, and I was a little skeptical at first because I'm like, I don't know if it's going to have the bad... Like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to try it, and if it doesn't have bad words or graphic language or anything... Nope, it does. It had yep. it, it. It's just very a 2B-esque, if you will. Yeah, it's very 2B-esque. Uh, I watched something else on Peacock recently that I don't remember what it was. It's not bad. It's not too bad. It's, it's not free. Terrible. Yeah. You know? You yeah. don't have to sign up for shit. It's just like 2B. You just got to tune in. Uh, you know? I mean, you can, if you want to pay, you can pay for the commercial-free premium stuff, but for you don't have to. Yeah, which is... It's nice. It's yeah. nice to have streaming platforms like that. Yes. Uh, all right, so the cast, there's actually a lot of people in this cast I'm going to mention uh, and talk about. So first off, obviously, we have uh, Warwick Davis comes back as the Leprechaun, and he's still in the series. He's still going strong here. Uh, I'm not really going to go into him. Uh, then we have uh, Tina, played by Jessica Collins. She's got 43 credits. She's been in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She played Avery, Avery Bailey Clark in 426 episodes of The Young and the Restless. Uh, she was in Catch Me If You Can, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Lewis and Clark, Beverly Hills 90210, and she was in Best of the Best 4. Yeah, now that's the legit that's, shit right that's there. That's the legit shit right there. There you go. <laughs> best of the Best 4. Uh, Dr. Mittenhand is played by Gary Sinner, Siner. He's got 50 credits. Almost all those are various voice acting work uh, in uh, cartoons and a lot of various Star Wars video games. He's in a ton of Star Wars video games doing voices in those. Uh, Princess Zarina is played by Rebecca Colton. She's got 16 credits. Her biggest role was playing Tracy Dosworth in the original Baywatch series. Ew. Uh, then we have, now we're getting some, uh, a little more uh, recognizable people, I guess. I, I lost one of my notes here. Uh, there it is. All right. Uh, then we have Dolores, who's played by uh, Debbie Dunny. Now, people our age will probably recognize the name. Uh, know who she is. Oh, yeah. She's hot, brunette with big tits. She's got 22 credits. She was uh, in Who's the Boss, where she was a woman in bikini. She was on Dream On, Married with Children, Tales from the Crypt. She's also been on Baywatch, Silk Stockings, Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but by far her but, most famous. Yeah, how, would I, how would I know her, Marshall? Um, well, because you would know her as her role of Heidi Keppert, the hot tool girl in 136 episodes of Home Improvement, where she replaced Pamela Anderson as the Tool Time Girl. Heidi. Yeah, I did not watch a lot of 
Home Improvement. I did. I, I didn't. I just never really watched it too much. My when dad I was a kid. loved it, so it was on a lot. So I started catching on. So I started watching it on my own. And we watched. Yeah, we watched a lot of it in my household. Yeah, but time. I mean, of course, I caught episodes here and there. Yeah. But I do remember the Tool Time chicks. Yeah, the Tool and yeah. the they were hot. Yeah. Well, the first one was Pamela Anderson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that blew my she mind. She was hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then Debbie Dunning replaced her. Uh, then we have Books, our main character, played by Brent Jasmer. He's got 60-plus episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful. But his, by far, to me, his favorite credit on the list is Zombie in the Lenea Quigley's Horror Workout. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. Uh, Harold is played by Gary Grossman. Uh, Gary Grossman also played Gary in the the cult cast like 80s Tom Hanks comedy Bachelor Party. Nice. Uh, he's in that. And lastly, we have Styx, who uh, he's got 134 credits, including Voodoo Maestro in the first live-action Scooby-Doo movie. He's been on Nashville. He played uh, shit, I forget the name of the, I think his name, no, not Joey. I forget the name he played, but he was in all 16 episodes of the short-lived Friends spinoff Joey. Uh, he's also been in Adventures of Pluto Nash, Joanna Man, Nutty Professor 2. He was DJ in the Street Fighter movie with Van Damme. Uh, he was in 15 episodes of Tour of Duty, a Vietnam show that my dad used to love to watch. Uh, he played Spider in Return of the Living Dead, but he will always and most forever be famous and beloved for his role as Mr. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Uh, Demon. Demon from Friday the 13th part uh, v. V I I. There it is. Ooh, baby. 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 Oh, those damn enchiladas. Yep. All right, there's it's a, it's Friday thirteenth V. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I had that on loop. I didn't mean to put that on. Loop. I think you said V I I, but it was V. Did I say V I I? I don't know. Correct. I, I yeah, it's V. I don't. I did not mean yeah. to do V I I. No worries. If I did. But yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Joanna man. Yep. Joanna man. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Demon grew up to be Joanna man. I don't know if he. I don't know if he was Joanna man. I said he, he was Joanna man. Was he? Joanna yes, man? yes. Because okay. I looked it up. Because I was like. I, I, for some reason, I didn't, I didn't like it. Didn't click right away. I'm like, I recognize this guy. I recognize this guy. I recognize this guy. And of course, I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's fucking demon. Yeah, Duh, like, yeah. I recognize his demon right it, away. It took me a second, you know. But then I was like, holy shit, he's Joanna man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't realize he. I, 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 I forget. I remember the movie. Uh, I just didn't remember him being the actual title character. Yeah, I thought it was like I've never seen it. I, I think I saw because I'm pretty sure it's about a basketball player. Who has to dress as a woman to become a coach in like the WNBA or something like that when it's, it first launched? I don't know. All I know is that there's cross dressing and basketball, and yeah. neither one of those are definitely my thing. So. <laughs> um, so that's it for the cast. Let's let's uh, move on. Let's get ready for the actual episode. So, Aaron. all right. Let me let me just go ahead and let it say something interesting before I start. All right. Um, I took a lot of notes on this, but the way I took the notes is by voice uh, dictation on the iPad. Oh. <laughs> so I would just be talking as I'm watching it, and it worked out pretty well because my handwriting is horrible, and I can't even read my own, especially if I'm trying to write fast. It yeah. just turns into bullshit. <laughs> and my typing skills are very poor, and I have a small-ass keyboard, and I'm just like, I can't. This is ridiculous. I can't keep up. So what I would do is just hit the voice dictation, and it worked pretty well, I think. So I might... I can't wait to see what kind of grammatical errors we come along with all the, all, during this. There this may is... be a few hiccups here and there. Plus, I tried that once years ago. I had a wrist surgery, uh, and I couldn't type. This was like year one, like the first yeah. year we did this. 
and uh, I tried like dragging the the dragon speaking dictation software. I tried it. Uh, it just wasn't wasn't working for me. No, it's working now, man. Let me tell you, it's pretty impressive. Uh, the only thing is, once I started getting a little drunk watching it, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Well, this is going to be interesting. So, uh, yeah, so they pop their head off like that. It's like popsicle. I'm like, no, <laughs> not popsicle. So yeah, it's gonna towards the end. It's gonna get my make it a little rough. <laughs> All right, so right, here we go, guys. Leprechaun Four in space. We start off with in space. Imagine that with a bunch of space idiots. I mean, space marines. Um, and I swear, it's a shitty copy and paste job of aliens. From the goofy screwball character to the token black guy to the hunky stoic dude and, of course, the badass bitch. And a couple other dum-dums. Um, but they all pale in comparison to the metalhead himself, Sergeant Hooker. I love this guy. So Sergeant Hooker is just a guy who basically yells the whole time. Uh, he's got half his head is basically a giant chunk of metal. Chrome Dome. Uh, chrome Dome. Very Chrome Dome-esque. Yeah, and the other half is a flat top with no sideburns, like cut up really high. It's yeah. a really ugly haircut for half his head. Um, he basically, like I said, he just basically yells the whole time. And while the team is suiting up, we meet Dr. Reeves, who is assigned to be the space doctor. There's, It's not really explained. She's the, biolo she's the biology doctor. And it, But it also changes some, some other time, too. It, it's It's... Space Doctor. Yeah, I, so. I, it really doesn't like why she's there. Yeah, they don't really explain what they're doing. And Hooker is pissed. Sergeant Hooker is not happy about this, and he calls up the boss of the operation, Doctor Mittenhand. Mittenhand, AKA which Hitler. <laughs> Doctor Mittenhand. I keep writing his name, or when I'm talking, it keeps on coming up Mittenhead. <laughs> so if I start calling him Mittenhead, just don't correct me. <laughs> just letting you know. So, Dr. Mittenhand, he looks like Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, kind of. Um, if you remember watching the old, old, like, early 90s Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, oh, yeah. that face in the, in the like, the, like, Power Rangers, that's how he talked, and it was just kind of huh. annoying like that. I but yeah, that I thought I it looked like... a big robot, and I remember the villain. No, but, I mean, he had, like, chick. it was the same angle, the bald head, kind of a pissed-off attitude. I always thought Zordon was an asshole. Anyway... <laughs> Dr. Reeves, he says, Dr. Reeves has to join them because science. Science, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the reason he is ridiculous. Like, it, nothing, I just say right now, this movie makes zero sense. The, 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 there's like <laughs> it no, is Leprechaun in space. Yeah, that's a very good point, but there's like zero, like, exposition, like, ex, like really exposition, explanations why yeah. they're, where they're at, what they're actually doing. It's just, they're just there, and for some reason, they're saying this, Doctor with no combat training with a team of Marines for on a search and destroy kill mission. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird. Also, these group of Marines, it's like all of a sudden he's like, "This little lady can't handle her shit." Blah blah blah. But they have a badass bitch. It's like he's being sexist, but at the same time, you have this badass chick along the side, which I thought was just kind of weird. Um, so she says she can handle her shit because she knows how to put on body armor, <laughs> and um. Uh, the hunk, she gets kind of pissed off because the hunky guy books our main character accidentally touches her boob when she gets her dressed. Yeah. That really kind of sends her off. Can we? I want to mention books real quick, just because I've watched this movie like three times now, and I swear every time I look at books, all I'm picturing, I just is like Kevin Caliber. He looks a show. lot like Kevin he Caliber. Looks like fucking yeah. Kevin Caliber. He's like, in really good shape. He's got he's... The, the same head structure, the good looks, the dark hair. 
uh, Kevin Conner's got a much better ripped body. It's not books is still pretty God fit. amongst men. He is a God amongst men, but still like, God damn, I'm looking at, I'm just thinking, I wish it was Kevin Cobber. No this shit. Movie. This is like, if they ever, I'd love to see A little too soon. I think he was still in high school yeah. or just graduating high school at the time. Yeah. 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 Cause he's just a little older than OER. He was a Marine though too. Yeah, he was. He might have been in the Marines at the but time. But was he a space Marine? I, I do not believe he was a space Marine. Okay. <laughs> so we cut from the space Marines and we cut to basically Barbarella. Uh, that's the only way I can really describe her. It's just the chick chained up to the wall. She's got funky face paint on. She's got like a metal clad spiked bra and panties. And it's pretty hot, honestly. Very kind of Return of the Jedi Princess Leia. I got Barbarella. That's what I was going to Yeah. And, but I mean, it's like the metal bikini with like the. Yeah, I, I get down. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, the Princess Leia slave job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm just calling her Barbarella. So. Princess Zar. Donna, I yeah, think I think you're right. Princess Zardana, Zardina, Zarina, Zarina, Barbarella, uh, <laughs> Zarina, Princess Zarina, Princess Zarina. She's chained up in a space cave, and this is where we meet Leprechaun with like no foreshadowing, I no I little know. tricks, <laughs> no little limericks, or no Irish folklore. He just comes out in his tuxedo, in tuxedo. smoking a cigarette like he's James fucking Bond, I... and I'm like. Okay, <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Exactly, it's like we have zero shit at this point, <laughs> guys. It's number kind of four. He's in space. Who the fuck? Yeah, I love the fact that there is zero explanation to how the fuck Leprechaun ended up in space in some other galaxy on like some unknown planet, like millions of light years away. Yeah, like, there's zero fucks to give about how he ended up there and what he's doing. Zero. Here he is. He we, just comes out of a cave. Gonna give it in to a you. tuxedo. <laughs> So he has Barbarella chained up, and you're thinking he's going to torture her, he's going to kill her, he's going to do something to her. No, no, that's 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 not what he wants to do. He wants to show her a fancy-ass dinner, <laughs> candle it, and he's wants to do a little... Wine and dining. Wine right? and dining 69 baby. Yeah. yeah, so that's... that's Okay. <laughs> a little switch <laughs> from the norm. Uh, we go back to the space idiots who are on their way to fight Leprechaun and decide to say a prayer... In the future, for Christ, and is is Christianity still the same? Still a thing? I, 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 who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and I did have a question for you. Okay, you were in the military. Yes. Was there a strange Christian culture? Because I keep reading and hearing about this. It's like these these hardcore Christian like like military folks are like getting high up, and they're like making policy decisions based on Christian. Christianity, and it's like, whoa, Jesus it's, Christ! It, is, it was, it was after my time. I had no experience with that. I never found they had no runners with that at yeah. all. Uh, I mean, I'm not in the military. I just read it about like I mean, a Rolling Stone or something I, like I, that. I could under see it happening, but I, at the same time, I don't know. I, I might be a small group, but I, I, I had no, I had no interact. I had no runners with anything like that. Yeah, no I don't know. But it's just a weird scene. It's kind of a strange scene. I couldn't tell if it was trying to be sarcastic or serious. I couldn't tell. At all, it was because some people were like, and other people were like, I feel, I feel good. We're gonna kick some ass for the Lord. You know, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of strange. All right, where was I? Okay. Um, we found out more about Hooker, who was being a badass and having half his skull blown off. Um, and he had the strength to carry a Marine 15 miles of safety. Kind of a little backstory about him, which is kind of cool. You know, it was all right. Yeah. Um, uh, I do want to mention before we go on, because we haven't really talked about it yet. And because we do see, like, the opening shot, like, 
the CGI in this oh, movie. I, yeah, I got something about it, but go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about it now. It's just absolute hysterically bad. It is the like, it's, most primitive, I think, that I've seen. It's like 1994 computer. Like, you can see well, it's like, this, like Wing Commander like graphics. Yeah, well, this came out in 97. 96, 97. But it's just so bad. Like, and the, the design isn't even great. Like, even if the ships would look better. Like, the main ship kind of looks like a penis pump flying I thought it looked like a wire protector for my compost trash can. Yeah, like, you know? yeah, yeah, it's just like a wire protector. Around, like, a trash can, which, a floating trash can. Yeah, something. It's what kind terrible. of penis pumps are you using, man? Like some weird ones. Garbage man. cans. <laughs> Dude, you don't want to look in my closet. <laughs> no. It's just, it's terrible. And, like, the front, the whole time I'm seeing this, I'm like, oh, that's the back of the ship, right? It's got to be the back. Nope, that's nope. the front. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is even worse than I thought. Yeah, it's it's really bad. <laughs> and then, like, the drop ship that they came out kind of looks like they just look like the X-Men's Blackbird and threw it in space. It's kind of blackbird At least that's better. Yeah, that's it's, better. It's like, much it's better. Like the whole ship that. Not just weird-ass wireframe penis Fl- pump. <laughs> <laughs> wireframe penis pump floating through space. So uh, anyway, we'll move on. It's just I had a, it's so bad. It's it's, it's so pretty bad. bad. But we go back to Leprechaun in his fancy dining cave with Barbarella and says, "You're gonna be my wife." And she is offended because she hates little people. I guess she's a sizist. Um, I don't know, but her but the proposition is he's going to marry her and he's going to make himself king because she's a princess. Yes. Um, why the world would Leprechaun want to? Who has basically unlimitedly unlimited essentially magical powers? Yep. Who can somehow travel from Earth to space in a matter of two years? Um, but he wants to be a king of some planet. Uh, sure, why not? Whatever you want to do, movie. The scene ends with him saying, "No one lis- No one listens to me. If no one listens to me, I will snap off their head like that, snapping his fingers and just barely breaking a champagne flute. It's the most non-threatening magical display I think I've ever seen." We cut back to the B Squad Space Marines landing on Leprechaun's planet and make a Detroit joke. Well, the, I, I, I just talked about real quick just that the the uh, when he's talking to the princess, I'm pretty sure maybe in a later scene, but I thought it was his first one. She's like, "I want to marry you, and we're gonna be like." But yeah, it like, comes no, up. No, my dad's mm-hmm. actually broke. The king's broke because he gave all his money to. He gave the all his subject. money to his subjects. Yeah, and he's like, well, he's, "That's just stupid." Yeah, like, he's like, "He's an stupid. idiot. He's a fool." Like, and, I'll and, make you rich. Yeah, and she starts getting all but. She's like sympathizing with Leprechaun. Like, yeah, people call me common. I shouldn't be common. Yeah, yeah. She's really upset about that. Yeah, it comes a little later, but you're totally right. Like, she she starts getting up. She starts fucking getting into Leprechaun's. Yeah, offers yeah. you know she's getting into this um yeah that's exactly what we talk about here it's the it's the very next thing um and it, it kind of made me think is again every time i see a science fiction movie it always seems like gold is like there you always see like a space pirate or ice pirates i think they're like mining it's like oh what i find what i find oh gold and he just like throws it to the side <laughs> you know because it's so plentiful but it's like oxygen and water and things like that which are more you know, coveted, but nope, gold, same fucking thing in space. Yeah, and apparently on different planets, gold has the same. Like, right, if it was Earth. You maybe I get because maybe there's the gold standard still around. Like you know, whatever, gold's gold. But this is some. They're on some made up, nonsensical planet. 
Like, why? Do you have no idea what gold, the value of gold is on that planet? Yeah. Like, what do they even have gold? Well, they have the same minerals and, and, and who knows you know, uh, elements that make gold on there. Yeah, and so. it's 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 funny because he turns the whole like they got the fancy dinner. He turns it into a pile of gold yes. and like you know treasures and gems, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she is in." She says something to the effect of, "The king is dead. Long live the king." Yeah. Or looking at Leprechaun, I get where they're going, but it was really clumsy. Um, so anyway, the Space Marines are invading Leprechaun's cave, and one of the Space Marines... Paper mache um, planet. Yeah, it looks really bad. So before they enter the cave, like, there's a scene outside of them all gearing up, and the, there's like these stalagmites hanging up. and uh, Total paper machine. It looks... It's terrible. It's, it, it's really the, Yeah, it's the equivalent of like a grade school play it's, like, set. It's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> But the Space Marine interrupts their conversation by blowing away a Muppet. What <laughs> what, yeah. what? the hell is this thing? He's he's going to the caves, and a goddamn Muppet basically runs out going, rah, 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 and boom, 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 just blows it away. This gets the attention of Leprechaun and Barbarella saying, okay, you know, it's this is your decision now. Are you going to be with me or not? And she's like, let's do it. And this, that's the, where the king line comes in. Uh, so in comes a space marine. His name is Lucky because Leprechaun, the Irish, I don't know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and he sees the pot of gold and he is like, fuck yeah, jackpot. And he starts stuffing his clothes, trying to gather up as much gold as he can. But that doesn't last too long because Leprechaun sneaks up behind him uh, with a fucking green lightsaber and fucking chops man. him down like he was Luke Skywalker's hand in Empire Strikes Back. He starts chopping him up, but it, he they, they don't show him chopping him no. up. He swings, and then he just, like, you cut to the guy's face, and he falls. You don't see him get cut up. Yeah, you don't see any body parts come up. I, I guess they blew their budget on that shitty CGI <laughs> penis pump plane ship. But, I, yeah, you don't see anything. It's really unfortunate because this is kind of a theme throughout the movie. They don't go to their, – their practical kills are shitty for the most part. There's some that are better than others, but, man, it's like you blew your budget on the shitty special effects. You should have gone towards a little more practical, yeah. in my opinion. No, I, I agree. I, they, yeah, it's a pretty lame kill. And, like, come on. I'll, I mean, it's Leprechaun 4 in space, so I give it really a goddamn lightsaber. But I kind of like it. He's in space. Why not? Yeah, why not? I wish it was a shillelagh, though. Like, it kind of... I couldn't tell. He has Sorry. a shillelagh yeah. the rest of the movie. But this I wish it'd be like... the only time. Like, if he has a fucking lightsaber... Why would this be the only time you would use it? Right? Like, you, like, you <laughs> never see it again. Like, you, I like it, man. I, I'm keeping that shit. I would use that thing for everything. You never see it again. No, you don't. You don't. But anyway, he cuts them down. And rush the Space Marines to kill Leprechaun. But how does Leprechaun fight back? Is it with riddles? Is it with magic? Is it with sorcery or whimsy? No. He grabs a <laughs> fucking gun and yep. starts shooting back at the Space Marines. Highly trained killers... Who are trying to shoot? Who are, who are, who, are, who have trouble shooting a waddling midget? Yes. <laughs> God damn it! Again, like, they're like stormtroopers, man. Nobody can hit shit with their guns. It's so ridiculous. This this all ends thankfully when the space marines toss a grenade at Leprechaun, to which he throws himself on the grenade to save the princess, to protect Barbarella, and he's fucking explodes into pieces. Yeah. So yeah, the friggin' Leprechaun is dead. Which I thought was odd. Like, like I don't know oh, of shit. any other Leprechaun movie where we've seen him sacrifice himself for someone else. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it was like that's an odd. Well, yeah. Personality and, turn. I mean, I gotta say, say what you want about the team behind Leprechaun Four, 
but they had the balls to give Leppy his like Iron Giant moment or Tony Stark when he snaps his fingers or pick whatever movie you want where someone sacrifices themselves for the greater good. It's like he almost becomes a sympathetic character. Um you know, because well, because he hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't done anything evil. He hasn't done anything bad. Well, He's he basically chop somebody down with a lightsaber. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> Which we was like less than thirty seconds. Like a minute ago, we talked. Well, about that's that. how anticlimactic. <laughs> that's how much I gave a fuck about that guy. But then again, they're coming into his house. True. They're coming into his house. Well, he defends himself. Here we did this. You gloss. We didn't even mention this, but I, the, the the reason behind the invasion that I got is. Because uh, Sergeant Hooker, he's talking about the mission, says like they are searching to seek and destroy, search and destroy, because this alien bastard has been stealing or inter- interrupting mining, mining, mining mm-hmm. efforts, and has cost whoever the Federation, the plants, the whoever, whatever organization they are, whatever planet or government, a half a billion dollars. So I'm guessing that's where he's getting his gold from now as he's ripping off these mining organizations or something, and they're going in to put a stop to it. Still, it's the fact that he throws himself on the grenade to protect Barbarella makes me wonder who to root for here. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, he, he, you know, yeah, okay, maybe he's stealing, but still, does he deserve to get blown up? I mean, it was, it was, it was weird. It was, it was, keeping her alive so he can become king. So he's not like I love you. I'm sacrificing. So more of a meal ticket. Yeah, I'm I'm saving my meal ticket. Gotcha. Well, still, it's definitely weird. It is weird. It's definitely weird. It's definitely like one of the more you know, I guess, contemplative moments of the movie. Yeah, it's very unleprechauny, leppy move we've seen. So after the firefight is done, the marine realizes that Barbarella is still alive. She takes some damage. She's still alive, and they're going to take her back to the ship. Uh, As the marines celebrate um, and cruise around the the cave. Kowalski, the Marine who blew up Leprechaun, decides to piss on his remains. Uh, While he's pissing on Leprechaun's leg, a green spark of lightning travels up his urine stream into Kowalski's urethra, causing him to feel a tickle. (laughs) A tickle? (laughs) tickles. Like one of those parasites in Brazil or something. Yeah. (laughs) And instead of being concerned, the other space Marines just make STD jokes. Yeah, like, oh, you got to clap. (laughs) They all see it happen. They all see this, like, lightning shoot up his piss stream into his dick, and they're like, ha, 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 look at you. You got lightning in your dick. (laughs) I know. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Just take a shot, Panasonic. You'll be fine. Right? So the Space Marines fly back to the ship, and they're bringing back... This is how it says. Hooker says this. We're bringing back one casualty. Is it Barbarella? Because they're not bringing back Leprechaun. Yeah, it would have to be. Cause I think so they're... why do they say Le- casualty? They said she was alive just 30 seconds ago. Now they say it's a casualty. It's It, it's, it was just something I noticed. Well, um, casualties doesn't necessarily mean dead. It just could be to be injured. Uh... It's a, I don't know, fine eh, line. Yeah. I think she loses a hand. Like, in the she explosion, does. Yeah, so, she like, does. Her hand gets mm-hmm. blown off. Still not a cash, you know, in, whatever. I thought it was weird. Casualty almost always means death. Yeah, you can't react. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, It's a slip of the tongue, I think. So we head back to the ship. When, and right. this is where I kind of talk about all oh, its 1996 CGI glory. Looks like a fucking post guard <laughs> floating through space is what I said. Uh, we come back to the ship, and this is where we meet Harold, the homoerotic Woody Allen character. Yes. Uh, we find out that Barbarella is space royalty, and she can be of value to the team sometime later. Um, Harold is then seen in the cargo bay with Hooker, showing him the shrinking shrinking down Leprechaun's gold and making it big again. So it's like basically 
this is a to paraphrase. Um, <laughs> what happens when you need to make things big again? Oh, there's a big again button. <laughs> so it's just totally foreshadowing that yeah. this thing is going to come into use later shrink on. Shrink down, grow big. Shrink down, grow yeah, big. Yeah, it's it's a space laser that makes things shrink and get Alice bigger. Wonderland shit right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Mittenhead pops up on the screen in the cargo bay where they're shrinking down the the the, sh- the gold and back and forth and he asked Sergeant Hooker to stay on and pass uh, but stay on past their agreed contract and the sergeant is not wanting to do that at all. Dr. Mittenhead is all over he's all overacting and glorious. Yes. He is just losing his shit, freaking out saying, "You have to keep working. You have to keep working. No one will leave this ship." Just going Ballistic, and I love Doctor Middenhand. I love his overacting crazy bullshit. Um, it's so much fun. I also, I yeah, just on the Marine subject, this contract, I find it weird. Like, Marines aren't mercenaries for hire, which is yeah. Like, if they were Marines, they'd be like military of some like United States or the or earth or something these are totally you're totally right these they, are they, absolute space mercenaries they're, mercenaries, is what they they're not marines like but like so there's because they talk about contracts and pay and yeah, you know expires like, at midnight yeah exactly that's 100 Merc- marines don't do that shit if they're marines one they, they wouldn't be like loaned out like right you know, like that or like they may be deployed as part of a like a, a mission or aid or something like that but they're not gonna be loaned out to, as a basically private contracting military force to some crazy german doctor dude <laughs> like they, they should they, it's just bad ryan just say because being marines really has nothing to do with it they should have said we're mercenaries just think it's space mercenaries, mercenaries and there's no problems right. it makes sense with all oh, our contracts up pay us more and we'll do it 100 percent mercenary there's fixture ryan right there just change the terminology from marine to mercenary and you're good uh but for some reason they i don't know i just bothered they kept saying marines when that's not yeah. marines at all yeah, I, tol- I totally agree. Um, so anyway, the Space Marines. <laughs> I just call them Space Marines. No, I'm not no, going to change get, it. No, I, I don't blame it. Change it. I just, it's just. No, you're totally right. So they're partying. They're 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 getting some R&R in. They're yeah. partying in the entertainment lounge. Entertainment and lounge. Kowalski is dancing with the bad bitch whose name is Dolores. And while the other four guys get drunk, Kowalski and Dolores decide to go sneak off to go visit Pound Town. And this is where I swear it turns into porno science fiction kind of <laughs> movie with the cheap ass sets and the bad lighting, you know. And this 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 hot ass bimbo is all sweaty, getting all hot and bothered. Um, but we get no such luck. I was really hoping we took a turn for more like porny stuff. <laughs> like if we're gonna go shitty horror movie, let's get some titties involved here. Let's get something going on. Yeah, but I didn't think like, once I was Debbie Dunning, like I don't think she's doing it. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Um, anyway, she's seducing Kowalski, rubbing up on his junk and giving him a boner to which he just cannot. It's, it's, it's a painful boner, Marshall. Yeah. Something starts happening. Yeah. Oh baby, don't grab the snake so hard. She's like, I'm not doing anything. Oh, uh, shake uh, hands with the big guy. Yeah. And his dick gets, his boner's so big and scarred. How to big him pain. is it? It's so big. It pops out of Warwick <laughs> Davis. <laughs> I fucking loved this. His scene. dick grows so much that Leprechaun peels his way like out, a banana. out of his dick, all while Irish bagpipes are playing in the background, yep. and fucking jumps across the goddamn so, screen. Jumps across into the camera, and you can see the goddamn wire cord oh my God. that he's attached to as he comes leaping at the screen. Yep. It's 
It's amazing. It's pretty good. It's Unfortunately, awesome. it's, it's not bloody. There's no blood. No, there should be a lot there's of blood. Sh- I wish but... they'd just like throw blood around. That'd be, yeah, that'd be so much more blood. So much more fun. But the goddamn full-size leprechaun rips out of a man's dick and leaps to like 30 feet in the air. Oh, it's in, fucking incredible. In case you need to know, Kowalski's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, he does die instantly. <laughs> And uh, honestly, I'd hope I'd die too. Like yeah. if I had a leprechaun oh, that would explode on my dick, I'm like, just kill me. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> so as as Leprechaun flies halfway across the you know, the screen, Dolores grabs a gun and she has the drop on him. To which <sighs> fucking Leprechaun turns around with a sheriff's badge on <laughs> and an old Western style pistol. Fucking John Wayne. And man. then proceeds to give us the worst. <laughs> The fucking worst John Wayne impersonation I think I've ever heard. It's really bad. It's an English actor doing an Irish accent doing a John Wayne impersonation. <laughs> it's garbage. It's so bad. And that I was thinking in my... Was this English? I believe so, yeah. I did not know that. I thought he was American. Dude. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, regardless, fucking <laughs> John Wayne... <laughs> When's the last time you heard a John Wayne impersonation and or reference in a movie? Honestly, I won't say it's, it's been a while, but it's not that long. Because God, they do that shit like spoofs and these lame kind of. But all it, the but time. it's it's like yeah, it's like but John it's, Wayne's like the go-to for this kind of bullshit. But it, it hasn't been done in a long time. Yeah, like like this is '96, so I kind of get it, but. 96, 97. Yeah, lately, but like, oh, there's a lot of movies that did John Wayne shit like this around that time. Gremlins period. did it. Yeah, Warner Brothers did it a lot. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, it's a weird moment. It's a time capsule, if you will. I wonder how many millennials and generation like wires even know who the or Z, whatever it is now, like even know who the fuck John Wayne is. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. All right. <clears throat> or was so, yeah. So Leprechaun shoots the gun out of Dolores's hand and walks around. Then she runs off, and then Leprechaun basically walks around doing an exposition dump, rhyming about himself and how awesome he is. He's <laughs> he's basically a rapper. Yeah, you know? he's rap bragging about himself. Well, yeah, I guess it, I guess it's all that time he was in the hood. Yeah, he picked up that habit. He hasn't been to the well, hood. Well, that's yet. true. He hasn't been he hasn't the hood been yet. there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the entertainment lounge. Which also means he time travels. Yeah. Because he goes to the hood after this movie. Yeah. And this is the twenty. This is the, obviously the future. So he's either time traveling or this is a prequel to yeah. four and five. Maybe he's already been to the hood. Yeah. Like four and five came first t- chronologically. And then this is this takes place after the event. God, of Leprechaun really is about, is, is like a fucking rapper. Yeah. <laughs> he, rhy- he rhymes a lot. He's into violence. And he's also into like bling bling and gold yeah. and stuff. He yeah. Is. He's been shot a bunch of times. <laughs> He's got the street cred. He's got the street cred. <laughs> we cut back to the lounge where Dr. Reeves has joined the Marines and Books attempts to hit on her, which basically crashes and burns. It's a pretty ugly scene, but I feel sympathy for him because I've been there trying to do that. Um, and he's absolutely shit in the bed, not getting anywhere with Dr. Reeves as he tries to hit on her. Dolores bursts in and says, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. He's a, It's a lie. <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah, she's pretty good. He's alive or it's alive. I, you're right. Said. It was like, it's alive. Yeah, it was a very Frankenstein-esque moment. Yeah. But I was drinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Barbarella on the examining table, and Harold is giving her the creepy look as he starts fiddling with her feet. And I figured you'd love this scene. Mm, it was not a bad scene. <laughs> Harold, now, like, are, I, do you... 
I know we it's been established now that you are a feet guy, but when it comes to the feet, dude, are you also a feet smeller like he was, or do you just more the aesthetic visual, or do you like to take a whiff too, or are you gonna plead the fifth on this one? <laughs> I'm gonna smell it a little bit. You are gonna smell it. Oh a little yeah. Bit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's gotta be cute feet. It's gotta be cute. It's gotta be cute. Her feet seem nice. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I want them to be a little stinky. Oh really? Just, 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 I don't want them to smell like peaches and cream or anything. It's like that's. Okay. Yeah, no, just a little, little stank. A little stank, a little on stank. It. Nothing, okay. nothing funky. Just all right. Little stank. But yeah, uh, what's his name? Doctor or her, her, Harold? Harold. He gets yeah. He gets real pervy and creepy here. Harold, the homoerotic Woody Allen. Yes. Yeah. So he's feeling up on her feet. Uh, where are you? Well, he starts like feeling up on like her stomach. He's like he starts yeah. He's about to grab her tits. He's he's kind of feeling up all up on her body. Um, but as he's feeling up on her body, he notices that, you know, he, he gets distracted because he sees that her hand has regenerated. Her hand has grown back. Or finger, yeah, finger Yeah, and so he's looking at her hand. He's like, oh, unbelievable. And it's funny, while he's, like, feeling up on her, we see a camera, like a TV, <laughs> yeah. slide in from over Harold's head where he can't see it. And it's Dr. Mittenhand just watching Harold get all pervy and weird on her. On, I do love the look on Mittenhand. It's pretty he's, fucking he's like, funny. He's like, he's got his eyes, he's like, hmm. Yeah, and, and Dr. Mittenhand is just like, Harold, you naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's like he's being a super dirty perv. He's like, oh, you naughty boy. But Dr. Mittenhand isn't too concerned about it because he's very excited and interested in the regeneration of Barbarella's hand, but no one can be told. He wants to keep this a secret. Yeah, I think he just thought Harold has his pervy as long as he gets results. Yeah. As long as you deliver results, I don't care if you're pervy. Do, right. you, you do your pervy shit, just give me my results. So we cut to the back to the Space Marines who just moments ago were stammering drunks. Now they're sober on a leprechaun hunt. <laughs> And they still must be drunk because this next part doesn't make any fucking sense. I'll about the drunken part, but yeah. They find Kowalski's body, and they say they need to hunt down the leprechaun. And that's fair enough. You need to hunt him down. So where do they start first? The waste disposal unit. That might <laughs> not seem like such a bad idea, but then Dr. Reeves says, don't go in there. It's full of flesh-eating bacteria that will kill you instantly if you go in there. Yeah. Why in the blue hell would you even want to go in there in the first place? If leprechaun's in there, great. Lock <laughs> it up. Lock Let, it up. Le- leave him in there. <laughs> if he's not, go on your hunt. Go pursue somewhere else. Don't go in the room that's full of flesh-eating fucking bacteria. That's a great point. I, 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 I kind of, uh, I try, I've been watching this movie like three times, but each time I kept like, I was distracted. That's why I had to watch it like three times because I kept missing stuff. Um, that's a really good point. Like, yeah. If he's in there, leave him in there. He ain't going anywhere, and there's no reason he's gonna get eaten away. Like, yeah, just let Ugh. that room go. Just but let it be. <laughs> stupid is as stupid does. Yeah. And the Marines go into the room to hunt for a Leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, they put on hazmat suits to go which, find them. Which look like those sumo wrestlers, like inflatable sumo wrestler suits, only they're like they, half inflated. They haven't been pumped up all the yeah, way. Yeah, they're like half pumped. <laughs> they are the worst hazmat suits I think I've ever seen in my life. It's like a sumo wrestler who lost a whole bunch of, bunch of weight all of a sudden and hasn't had the skin surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the, the, the tummy tuck. The, uh, all the loose skin. bypass or a sleeve, yeah. They lost all the weight too fast. Yeah. They just got all this extra skin. It looks so bad. Yeah. But what's even fucking worse is that Leprechaun is in there, and he She's also funny. has a fucking hazmat suit. I mean, How is it? Why? First of all, okay, this is a ship full of Marines, full-size adults. Do they, they have said, children on these Apparently there's a child size, a midget Leprechaun-sized hazmat suit just lying around for him to be in. Why? Where did that come from? Oh, my God. I have that exact same thing written down. 
Oh, it's so stupid. All right, so the Space Marines are in there. Um, but they're, they're looking around. They can't find Leprechaun, even though Leprechaun's pretty fucking easy to see. <laughs> um, so Leprechaun's coming up after Mooch, one of the Space Marines. He's coming up behind him. And again, is he going to do something like riddle or magical or whimsy? No, he uses a knife. A plain old fucking everyday knife well, to cut open his his hazmat suit. The knife comes out of, of, his the, shillelagh. of the shillelagh. Yes, yes, but it's still a fucking knife. It's still a knife, yes, but it's not just like regular. It does. It pops out the bottom of his shillelagh. It's a switchblade shillelagh. Yes, there <laughs> there it comes with a knife. <laughs> but still, it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. You know, it, it was a little disappointing. So Kowalski, or pardon me, Mooch starts freaking out because his hazmat suit's been ripped open. Books grabs him and books over to the decontamination unit. They they decontaminate him. And then the whole sudden, Dr. Reeves comes in says, Are you okay? Are you okay? Book says, It's Mooch. They pan over to him and he's just a skeleton. He's just like a dirty skeleton. Like all his whole body has been completely. Oh my God. What kind of bacteria is this? Crazy space bacteria, man. No. Fuck, that is the fast acting flesh eating bacteria. Just oh, boned, oh, like, it's just peeled. In a matter of like ten sec, twenty holy seconds, sh- maybe. Just holy boned. shit! <laughs> oh, oh god. So, <laughs> during- I loved it. It's so dumb. But during that time when Books is trying to get Mooch to decontamination unit, Leprechaun does pop up and say, "Give me back Barbarella, and I'll leave you alone." Basically. Yeah. Uh, to which Books is like, fuck you, bang, 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 and misses him when he's about four feet away from him. Um, total total Stormtrooper shooting quality here. Well, it's I don't know what scene it is, if it's this one or some other scene, because there's a lot of gunfire in this one. But for Marines, well, Marines, but Marines are supposed to be highly trained killers. So many of these people fire these guns like they've never held a gun before. And these guns are like basically, basically kind of look like M16s, like, with, with space and yeah, space yeah they're, exactly they're, yeah but so they're basically assault one handed he's shooting a all, giant all assault the... rifle one hand with his arm fully extended like, and it's like you can tell the barrel is kind of pointing down because the way they, it's flopping there's around there's no way you would be shooting a gun like this and expect it, it's the worst gun handling I've ever seen like it's it angered me a lot actually seeing that like fuck you guys <sighs> come on but she he is pretty muscular who knows but, yeah but still you're firing a yeah, gun yeah it's not like, gonna happen it's not gonna happen no so the Marines, they go back to Do- Dr. Mittenhead and say, hey, Leprechaun wants Barbarella. Let's give her back. Oh, these are your Marines. These are your best and brightest Semper Fi assholes. God damn. You're just going to turn her over? Uh, right. Sorry. My... Again, a very mercenary-like attitude. Exactly. Fuck exactly. We're not getting paid enough for this. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, Dr. Mittenhead has, does not want to give up Barbarella, and there's, then there becomes a pissing contest between the Marines and Mittenhead, literally over contract negotiations. Again, this is where it's fucking ridiculous. And this scene goes on for about five minutes, because that's what every Leprechaun and Space fan wants to see, (laughs) is contract negotiations. Um, 
But this is a kind of interesting scene because Dr. Mittenhead does come out from behind the TV screen. Yeah, the big reveal. The, the big reveal is Wall Dr. Mittenhead comes out and he looks like a fucking Dalek with a head on. He's basically, he's one arm, two shoulders, and a head on a moving platform with organic materials kind of pumping and going. And it looks kind of, it's not bad. You know, I didn't it's think it was too bad. terrible. Based yeah. on the CGI stuff we've seen before. It's light years better. Well, this than is that. like practical. This you know, is more practical. Yeah, it's definitely more practical, and it doesn't look too bad. But it's not terrible. You ever watch Doctor Who? The old. I only watch the old ones. I haven't seen any of the new I ones. I want to say. I want. I yeah. But I want to say there is some kind of like. I, I don't know name. This is maybe, but yeah, the Daleks. Kind of, yeah, the dialects. The dialects. The dialects. Yeah, like a a pillar thing that kind of tapers up on top, and there's like a rounded head on the top, and it just kind of moves around. Yeah, but there's there's the little machine ones, but then there's like the leader of it, which is like kind of like this, kind of like like part humanoid i think it's an alien but whatever but yeah it's it's okay. it's a uh, very very doctor who-esque okay yeah i i didn't, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of doctor who but and there are images of something similar to that. they're hammering out contract negotiations and i gotta say dr mittenhead is just hamming it up and well, he's overacting he's banging on his controls and he's kind of twitching Which fucks up his yeah his Robotics and he starts twitching and acting up. But it's it's funny. It's, it is. I guess it's so over the top that it makes it enjoyable. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, I get it. So Doctor Mittenhead says, "I will give you one hundred times your salary if you 100 kill." One hundred times, like that's insane. That he is not a good negotiator. No, because <laughs> honestly, I'd probably if I was a space marine and be like, "No, you're this is this that's way too that's <laughs> you're just trying to get us to go out. You're gonna fucking." Double crosses. I you 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 gotta play a little bit, man. You know you're gonna fucking double cross us. That'd be my thought. Uh, anyway, so they basically say they're gonna go hunt down Leprechaun. Uh, I do hate how they keep calling Leprechaun alien. I don't know. I just just bugs yeah, me. I, I guess he is technically actually, sort of. Yeah. They keep calling him the alien being, but I don't well, know. He, uh, yeah, because then he is. I'm trying yeah. to remember when they actually do call him a Leprechaun in this movie. I don't think they. I don't know if they do. I, I want to say they do at least once, but you're right. But that same time, part of me is like maybe they never actually call him a Leprechaun. Yeah. Who knows? They're, they might not be from Earth. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Leprechaun again goes another exposition dump, and he quotes. Um, one of the most underrated tag teams in the 1980s, Power and Glory. Ah! <laughs> he goes, I got power and glory. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Hercules and... Mike Rotunda. Yes. Yeah. I actually liked it. They were a great tag team. They, they were, were highly underrated. That's why I say they are an underrated tag team. Man, yeah. I was a big fan of Hercules as a kid, especially when he came out that giant... His, what, delts right here were the size of, like, semi-trucks. They were fucking huge. It, it was gigantic. And he came out this giant length of chain wrapped around his neck, and he would, like, swing, he would it, swing around. it around. Like, Jesus Christ, get out of that ring. Hope, like, if you ever left go of that, if you ever lost his grip on that, somebody would be dead. Oh, it's a huge chain. <laughs> it was, like, 12 it was feet such a, more. It was thick and chain. Thick. It wasn't, like, fucking guard dog chain. It was, no. like, thick, yeah. heavy, like, this can control an elephant type of chain. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking gigantic. Yeah, I loved Hercules. I thought he was an underrated uh, villain. I, I thought he was, I enjoyed him a lot. Uh, and Power and Glory was a fun tag team. Yeah, they were. So, Leprechaun... After There's a wrestling rant. <laughs> there you <the> go. <laughs> so, Leprechaun, though, he really wants to talk about how he doesn't want to... Uh, share his wealth with his queen. Once he's saying he's going to save his queen, he's like, hold on, I don't like that. That sounds a lot like charity. I don't like the sound of sharing. <laughs> so basically, he wants to wed her, bed her, and then dead her. Yes. Yeah, murder bitch for the insurance. Yes. So we see the Marines, and they're split up into groups. Uh, Books with Dr. Reeves, Danny Boy with Sticks, or Joanna Man, and Dolores <laughs> is with Hooker. It's demon, man. What? It's 
six. Juwan Man, Demon. 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 I just keep calling him Juwan Man. Man. It's just so much fun. <laughs> we get a quick scene with Harold and Dr. Mittenhead performing an experiment that shows the, that regeneration can grow back pieces of Mittenhead. You know, yeah, it's, it's, Mitten- a, it's a quick scene, but it just That's shows like he, they scrape some of his finger skin off yeah. and then they mix it with her blue DNA DNA, which, like, which looks like just thick blue Gatorade. Yeah. I thought it looked like, like laundry detergent. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thick. And uh, it grows back a finger and they're like, yes, it works. I'm brilliant. Yes. I'm brilliant. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I the more I watched it, I like, I enjoyed Mittenhead's overacting, yeah. but I find it weird. Like. I mean, I know, again, this is way over, going way too deep in this movie, but I found myself funny, like, okay, he took skin cells off of his finger and put the thing, but would it, why would it grow back just the finger? Because, like, now, I want to understand, like, if you put, if you cut off a finger and then applied the DNA to the hand, to, to the severed finger, yes. the hand, then the finger would grow back. Right. But if you just put some skin cells on a slide, and then put the thing. Why would it grow just a finger? Wouldn't it technically grow like I guess a whole person? person? And good question. Yeah. Like that, like, like, why would it be just a finger? Because science, Marshall. Because science. <laughs> because of because leprechaun for science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to Hooker and Dolores looking for leprechaun. Dolores then asks Hooker if it's her fault that she killed Kowalski because she gave him a super raging boner. That's basically what she says. She goes, "I gave him the boner." hooker says no it's not your fault and that kowalski would have wanted it that way and that hooker says that he hopes he goes out that some way with a big ass hard on no he says standing tall i don't think he realized he was she was talking about boner because he's i won't go out standing tall she said boner she goes i'm the one who gave him the boner i missed she says that word for word which makes it so much fun and hilarious i miss Um, him i guess he doesn't pick up because he says i want i want to go out he thinks like in his mind he's like I'm gonna go out fighting. I think he tall. was talking about having a raging heart on when I don't he think dies. So, you look on his face when she's like because afterwards she actually gets a little turned on yes. by this. And then he's like, why is she? She's, she's kind of like, like, oh, okay, let's you know. Yeah, and he looks confused like why are you getting turned on by that? There's nothing, but so that's why I think he meant I want to go out fighting, but in the double entendre of it. And oh, I guess the, I guess that could be, could, but that makes it more clunky then because yeah. I took it well, totally the other way. Well, right, this is true. Sense. I took it. He's like, this is Leprechaun Four in space. This isn't exactly the English patient. And he's all about marine life and combat and duty. He there's he yeah. had no like sexual sexuality pointed his way at all in this whole movie. That's so. true. All right, so we cut to Doctor Reeves, um, and she likes to refer to as Tina, but Tina. I may call her Tina. I may call her Doctor Reeves. I don't know. Um, Books and Dr. Reeves, they find Leprechaun. Leprechaun finally decides to use his magical powers, creates handcuffs and hooks, handcuffs books to great. Yeah. Um, what happens next is basically Leprechaun shoots Roman candles at books <laughs> as books returns fire with his oversized elect- automatic paintball gun is what yeah, I call it because it, it just looks so clumsy. It, it, it's so blocky yeah. and clumsy. Books and Tina escape, and basically they Batman grappling hook their way out of the scene. <laughs> they just they find like a hydraulic system and zoop, they're gone. We cut to Joanna Man and Danny Boy, uh, where Lepre- had have they found that? Uh, ach, pardon me. We cut to Joanna Man and Danny Boy, where Leprechaun has found them. Danny Boy runs off, leaving Demon by himself. 
Then we get a strange scene with Leprechaun performing a safety training video, wearing a hard hat, and cutting off his fingers. It's so weird. It's pretty funny. No, no, he's just like, if you want, look out for safety, okay? Lesson number one, don't use scissors. And, like, cuts off his finger, and he's like, oh, and there's blood spurt, like, green blood spurting out. It's really strange. I just don't understand the Seth. It's like, does Danny Boy say something about, oh, there's no, like, Seth for why is he doing a safety video? In the middle of this. Like, it's just so out of the blue. But I, I still love it. Yeah. Unfortunately, that all the fun gets washed away with lame singing of Oh, Danny Boy. Because guess what? The guy who's hunting is named Danny. Danny Boy. Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leprechaun and Danny Boy start talking to each other. Danny Boy says, hey, man, I got no beef with you. You leave me alone. Danny Boy, however, comes out to double cross Leprechaun and try and shoot him. But no, he does not get the chance to shoot at Leprechaun because Leprechaun gets the upper hand by dropping a giant metal crate onto Danny Boy. And honestly, I can't think of anything else but Lethal Weapon 2, and that just makes me smile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was... Yeah, Danny Boy tries to make a bargain. He's like, hey, I gotta be... Why don't we make a deal? Well, you know, whatever. And yeah, and when he drops the giant metal, like, shipping Shipping crate crate on on him. Yeah. I was disappointed. I, I don't know what else you're gonna do, but he just uh, the liver kind of just smashing, smashing, smashing. I mean, like, yeah, that's it. It's, that's again, the one liner we get. And, and that's and the same thing. It's no magic, no yeah. riddles, no whimsy, no, no. fun kind of. No, just fucking Mel Gibson's in from Lethal Weapon Two. Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen Lethal Weapon Two? No. So I'm these references <sighs> over my head. Oh, diplomatic immunity. I know that's what that's from, but I I never <laughs> actually watched. Those just movies. been revoked. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was going to say his diplomatic community ran out. But it's not the guy who gets crushed by the crate. It's the actual diplomat who gets shot in the head by Danny Glover. And that's when that line is said. Mm. It's not exactly when the shipping container drops on the other bad guy that Mel Gibson is fighting. So it doesn't quite work. Okay. But I still like to talk about it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I'm going to burp. <laughs> Enjoy that, guys. Sorry about that. We cut the Herald draining all the blood out of Barbarella into a goddamn trash trash bag. It's a bag. fucking Ziploc bag. It's a huge Ziploc it's bag a, too. It's like a giant free. It's a Ziploc bag. You clearly see like the blue, the blue pinching zipper across the top of it. Who puts blood in a Ziploc bag? This is supposed to be a high tech, futuristic medical <laughs> lab facility. You would, you would, they would have like the proper blood bags or whatever you call them. And, and technically it's not going to work because he's holding it above her arm. If you're drawing blood, you need to hold it below. It's yeah, so like whenever you give blood, the bag is beneath you. It's, it's hanging called gravity. You. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, nope, that's not right. Yeah. That's not right. And it's a goddamn Ziploc bag. <laughs> like he's going to freeze her blood like chicken in the freezer or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Dr. Mittenhead comes in and this is where we find out Dr. Mittenhead uh, lost the majority of his body to a horrible experiment. But now, with her blood, he'll be whole again. We cut back to the Marines, where Dolores gets separated from the rest of the group, and Leprechaun kind of meets her on a small catwalk. Dolores has him dead to rights and starts walking to him and blowing the fucking Leprechaun away. Boom, 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 boom! And this is where the Leprechaun, we have a freeze frame in slow motion of him blowing to pieces. Yes. It's pretty, I mean, for 97, it looks fine. But my, my question again was here, like, Okay, it's the same gun. They're all using the same assault rifles. But for apparently this one, she's shooting out like, oh, might as well be shooting out small grenades. Incendiary it, it rounds. Blows him to bits. Explosive rounds. Yes. 
Whereas every other person is shooting these guns, their regular bullets just dinging off things. If that gun, if that's the bullet, there should have been an explosion. Like, yeah, like the whole, the environment they're shooting at should be exploding around them, not just like, ding, 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 it's, ding. It's great, though. Seeing it him explode like great. that. It's, yeah, it is pretty great, but it's like, what the fuck? Where there's a giant like gap in, of continuity here between the guns, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so she's still separated from the space marines, but they're all accelerating. Yeah, like there's a door between the space marines and the cat. Yeah. She's on the catwalk. She picked up the, the power-up round. Yeah. <laughs> she picked up those power-ups. So she walks over to... A, you know, Leprechaun's feet, which are the only thing remaining. Yes. But of course, Leprechaun grows out of his feet. He regenerates and he throws her over the side of the catwalk and she's just hanging on. Yep. The space Marines are still trying to get through the door as Leprechaun, again, not using any whimsy or magic, decides to play this little piggy with her fingers. Well, I, did, I didn't mind this part. Little piggy's whimsy, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so I didn't mind this one as much because it is still, it's, it's a little more. It's the most Leprechaun thing he's done so far. Yes, really. I agree. And he does finally, this little piggy says, oh, wee, 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 all the way home as Dolores plunges down some fucking rafters to her death. Yeah, she just falls down a big, yeah. Yeah. So, the the group finally gets through the door. Leprechaun's gone. They run down to find Dolores. Um, They find Dolores' body. She's still clinging to life and says, kill him. I wish she had something better to say than that. And uh, I guess all of a sudden the properties of Dolores transferred into Dr. Reeves because now she becomes a badass <laughs> bitch. Like, just, like, grabs a gun. And, and during the movie, she's like, I don't believe in guns. I don't believe in violence. Yeah. But now she's like, let's get this fucker. <laughs> and all of a sudden she becomes a badass. Um, Doc Hooker gives her a salute. Um, and I feel like Dolores should have been one of the last members to go. Um, it... it, it it's kind of a bummer. I kind of like Dolores. I wish yeah. she was around a little bit longer. Yeah, she, she, I wish she had some more badass moments. Yeah. But maybe she was the catalyst that needed to die to spark the fight. Dr. Reeves. Tina. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because it's not like they were ever that... It's like It would make sense if they were like, if they showed some scenes of them bonding or being close before. They had one scene on before they stormed Leprechaun's cave. Yeah. Where they, you know, she's like, are you scared? She's like, I'm really scared. She goes, hey, I'm scared. Dolores is like, I'm scared too. Like, we're all scared. That's what helps us fight. It keeps us sharp, you know? Like, they have a small well, moment. That's not even really a, yeah. Like, not I mean, it's not even really a moment. That's the only moment yeah, they, they have. They should like, build some kind of relationship between, between these two. If they they should have been like, yeah, pussy power, right on. Yeah, you know? or like, like bonding or <laughs> yeah. sister or something to make it more. Girl, just, girl power. Yeah. I like saying pussy power better. Pussy power. But, but girl power, you know, like Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were a Spice Girls fan. Yes, I was. Big time. Give me what I want, what I really, really want. If you want to be my lover. Damn right. I want to be your lover. <laughs> you got to go with my friends. That's right. You got to go with my friends. <laughs> okay, we can go. We can do this all <laughs> We cut back to Dr. Mittenhand and Harold, who have finally prepared the DNA serum to restore Dr. Mittenhand's body. Uh, and then there's a ringing at the door. Harold goes to answer the phone and sees a naked Dr. Reeves panicking to be let in. So Harold's like, okay. Uh, as Harold goes to the door, we cut the naked Dr. Reeves out in the hall, speaking to the camera, saying, thank you, thank you for saving my life, and the leprechaun's voice. So, uh-oh. uh-oh. Mystery abound. It's a leprechaun. Harold opens the door in anticipation to see them titties. Yep. But then gets hit in the dick with the shillelagh. And Is this the dick? I thought it was like the lower abdomen. He gets but... hit in the dick. He totally gets dick-napped. Dick-napped? Dick-stabbed? <laughs> dick All right. Yeah. Well, he didn't get stabbed. He got dick-whapped. 
he gets stabbed with the, the shillelagh knife. No, he no. That's what I thought too, but that doesn't happen. He gets hit in the dick and just falls over. Okay. Here, um, <laughs> he, I miss. I thought I just when he got stabbed. No, because I thought shillelagh. that too. But there's there's a reason that this it's not the the knife because it's coming up. Okay. So here's the showdown between Doctor Mittenhand and Leprechaun. Doctor Mittenhand has given Leprechaun the fucking business for being small. Um, while Dr. Mittenhand and Leprechaun are exchanging shitty one-liners, Harold looks at the shillelagh and he hits the switch and then the knife pops up. Like, oh, he sees that the knife is on the shillelagh. Okay. See, I thought he just pulled it out of them. No, it, 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 it flips up. Okay. Um, so he's, Dr. Mittenhand and Leprechaun are talking as Harold sneaks up behind him. Harold impales Leprechaun through the back with the shillelagh. Leprechaun screams, but all that's really done is just pissed off Leprechaun. So what Leppy does then is throws Harold back against the wall and uses his magical force powers yes, the force. to fling a metal tray into Harold's face. Flattening, Are you ready for some Looney Tunes shit right here? Flattening it like a fucking pancake, and I mean that completely literally. Oh yeah, it's it's straight up like Donald Duck, Daffy Duck Looney Tunes bullshit right here. I, I guess Leprechaun I me, mean, but this was this one was like okay. Now we're getting a little too. It's so campy. It's it's there's no blood. There's and his face is completely and it's all practical effect. It doesn't look. It just looks weird. It looks so weird. It just looks like it, it's like you're borrowing from Garbage Pail Kids yes, or something. Yeah, Garbage Pail Kids or nothing but trouble or something. Right, like that. right. It's yeah. just really strange effect where his face is completely flattened and it's expanded to the size of the disc that was used, yeah. which is like a a serving tray size. Yeah. It's kind of like a, if you go to a pizza place, you get like a large pizza, kind of that size. And to be perfectly honest, I kind of love it. I, I kind of love that. I was like, wow, this the thing is so is he doesn't stupid. Die right away. He like, goes, how is he not nah. dead? If your brain, your head got smashed that flat, you would be dead instantly. Instantly, because your brain would just be liquid. But he's somehow still staying up, and his eyes are looking around. He's like wobbling his head back and forth, like he's still fucking alive. It's it's goddamn Looney Tunes, man. It's. It's fucking. Cr- I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, it's ridiculous. it's pretty bad. It's ridiculous. So Leprechaun is finally reunited with Barbarella, and he wakes her up as as with a, he wakes her up with a kiss, and she screams. And she's, <laughs> like, and she's like, "Oh, oh sorry." You. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Here we see Doctor Mittenhead with a sex ball gag in his mouth, saying, yeah. "Hey, this guy was gonna fuck you up." Where the ball gag came from? Who fucking knows? I don't know. I like to think like, Leprechaun, like, he's a, a sexual deviant too. I mean, he's already made handcuffs appear and now a ball gag. <laughs> so I think he's got a little... All he needs is like a cat of nine tails. Yeah, <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a paddle. And, uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, he's got a little Fifty Shades of Grey in him, I guess. Yeah, and, and to be fair, I was kind of disappointed that Dr. Mitt... it would be Fifty Shades of Green, really. Ooh. <laughs> that's pretty good. I am a little disappointed that Dr. Mittenhand had, like, zero defenses. You think a guy who is this genius and he's got, a like, a machine body, he'd have, like, some guns or yeah, he was, like, guns knockout gas or, robot body or just something. something. But it was, like, it, it seems like it's wasted. It was like a missed, a missed opportunity. I was kind of bummed about that. Actually, that would cool. Yeah, yeah I know. Pretty cool. That would have been pretty cool if he just, like, if he blew Leprechaun away or shot him a yeah, few he times. he pushed the button on his little cool play. A little rocket shootout or something. Yeah, yeah or force funny. field. You know, there's I mean, all kinds yeah, of that's shit. Like some, that's some, like, DC supervillain shit right yeah, there. Yeah, so that'd be yeah. fun. So, Dr. Mittenhead has the ball gag in his mouth, and uh, Leprechaun says he has a plan for him, because Barbarella's like, kill him. He's like, I got a plan for him. So, his plan is he takes her DNA, mixes it in a Vitamix blender Dude, with... the DNA in the, the test tube, the vial, it's like... 
how many layers of blood, like a blue blood. It's a lot. It's not like a little bit. It's like, holy shit, he drained this bitch somehow. Maybe she reproduces. I guess they could have taken it from the Ziploc bag from earlier. So that. Anyway, he mixes it with a spider and a scorpion, which we see earlier in the show, and I didn't mention it, uh, Dr. Harold's experiment. Okay, yeah. I missed Part those. of Harold's other experiments. I didn't see him until just now. But okay. He pulls up the blue serum into a syringe and injects it into Dr. Mittenhand's skull. Right in the skull. And he starts to twitch and spasm for a long, long time. time. This guy is selling it. Yeah. And I, again, fucking love it. The Marines finally show up to save Dr. Mittenhand. He's and still twitching. Still twitching. Still twitching. And again, Leprechaun sees him, and instead of magic, he opens fire with a fucking gun. <clears throat> yeah. Leprechaun and Bar- Barbarella retreat to a closet. All the while, Dr. Mittenhand still is, still is fucking spasming out of control. No one gives a fuck. Joanna Man wants to throw a grenade into the closet and kill Leprechaun, but Barbarella says no. She's, he wants to, she says, no, you, gotta, you can't kill Barbarella. She's innocent. Yes. She's royalty. I think Demon was right in a sense. He should have thrown it in. <laughs> the Marines run into the closet, and Barbarella starts giving him the business, saying that, you know, you shouldn't, you know, that they're all slime. Um, That's when uh, Leprechaun comes up and gets the drop on them again. This time he uses his magic. He decides, why not? I will use my magic now. And he freezes Sergeant Hooker and coats him in C4 and dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, it's all over him. Yeah. And really shitty effects. It's just, it's just, it's obviously just fade in, fade out. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> so, where was I? Okay. And, and this is this, so he's, he's like, hey, you don't get, everyone freeze or else we'll blow you all the smithereens. All while this is going on, Barbarella decides to inflict the most devastating damage a space queen can do. She takes off her bra. <laughs> I love this. And then flashes the most anticlimactic titties the galaxy has ever seen. <laughs> because the whole time in that bra, her titties look nice and bountiful and big, and she takes it off, and they kind of... It's kind of dry. One's kind of pointing to the left. The other one's up and to the right. You know, just the most anticlimactic titties I've ever seen. But, gosh, yeah, it's one of, we've seen before some other... What was it? I think Tina. Do was time. She was like, like showing tits as punishment. Like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. So it's kind of She's funny like, because look upon these in despair and know your fate is sealed. <laughs> and oh, you horrible people! Like ah. So the Marines are so dumbstruck by the lackluster titties, they let Leprechaun and Barbarella walk out with Hooker, um, <laughs> as he strapped a strapped with C four. Power tits, man. Yeah. Power tits. So. We find out that when she flashed the tits, that's a that's a death sentence on yes, her planet. Tina apparently knows that on their planet, when, when you see royal, royal, titties, royal, royal titties, means a death sentence. death sentence. So she's giving them a death curse, basically. So I guess, how did they ever reproduce then? Like, would they have sex? Did you just keep her titties covered the whole time? Or or you get killed, like a fucking Pr- praying mantis. mantis. Yeah. Was, no, thank you. Yeah, but uh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if there's ways around it. See-through bras? I don't know. Yeah. But you still have seen the tits. Yeah, but it's not direct. You have to go through the screen. Who knows? No, I want to delve more into this. Now. This is this is a fascinating subject that needs to be talked about. I guess bras. I mean, you know. I guess, yeah, you would have to leave the bra on, I guess. 
So is, is it, I guess is it just the nipple? If you see the nipple and areola, that you're can you fondle these nips? Can you touch the ticks? What if you close your eyes the whole time? That's a good point. Like yeah, what, what if, if your you eyes are closed? Like Medusa's head. Yeah, all you, you guys know. just close your eyes. Yeah, you just close your eyes. And or what, whoa, what whoa. if you hear hold a mirror up to the tick? Yes, that kill the princess. That's what I was gonna say. Is like, what if you use a mirror? Could you then? You know, the motorboat them titties in the mirror. You just, as long as you're looking <laughs> in the mirror. You're right. This is this is something to be this discussed. Is, this is the there's, stuff. there's some there there. There's stuff in here, man. This is got, we've got to figure this out. Uh, well, we got to go in the movie. Do we? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leprechaun and Barbarella wax poetic, poetically back and forth about how they're going to rule the world and destroy the piss-ants marines. I love Barbarella because she is really over the top. Her over, like, I think there must have been some inspiration on this set to, like, who can overact each other. Because they're all giving it their all. Yeah. I got to admit, they're fucking going for the gusto in this one. Yeah, I wonder if there was, like, some kind of bet on set. <laughs> who can overact more. The Marines are in pursuit, and they go into the entertainment lounge only to be ambushed by RuPaul's Drag Race dropout yes! Marine. Who's doing a lip sync for his life? Yes, thank you. I was like, we have to make a Root Falls Drag Race joke on this. We have to. It's the fucking Sergeant Hooker in full drag, gold dress with a purse, wig, doing like all that jazz, like some like, old timey song, some, yeah. like old timey like Broadway hit. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> this actor was in. Uh, uh, platoon. It was not platoon. It was um, Tor- uh, full metal jacket. Full metal jacket, yep. mind you. He is a full metal jacket. He's a certified kind of badass, you know. And he's in drag, doing a Broadway number. I just wish we were seeing in the background like RuPaul, Maselvishaj, and <laughs> Russ Moss Matthews back there going, hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just doing like little one-liners. Yeah, it's one of my <laughs> outfits. Like, girl, I don't think this outfit's working for you today. And, Maybe reading them, you know. This this marine makes me want to stand up and salute. <laughs> God damn it! Red, white, and ew. <laughs> oh God, I, I'm so happy you watch RuPaul's Drag Race now, because I've watched I think every season. <laughs> My wife and I, we've gone through season ten, and we can't all, anything past that. We can't find stream anymore, so we watch everything available. And now we've started. We went back and we started watching All Stars. So. so download VH1, the VH1 app. It's free. Is there an app for that? And then they, they have a whole bunch on that one too. All right, because like, VH1 is part of like a P, the Paramount Network now, so we, like that's where we've been watching it. And like, so we watched season one through. First we started on Hulu, but Hulu only had one through like seven five, or eight yeah. or five or something like that. So we're like, oh well, we'll find the rest on uh, Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access. So we watched one through ten on that. Like, well, we don't know where to find the other. So what's did we on? just lose some listeners? Probably, <laughs> but we may have gained a whole lot. We more. may have gained a whole lot more. <laughs> so as as uh, RuPaul is doing his fucking dance number, uh, the Marine starts like this. This bitch will not sashay away. She no, will not sashay away. She starts punching Marines in the face and kicking Marines in the ball, all while singing the Broadway tunes. It's the most ridiculous scene in yeah. draws a cross-dressing nunchuck show tune split yes! personality. He pulls out nunchucks. And he, and he goes back and forth between like his female singing it because mm. uh, Demon punches him in the face trying to snap him out of it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nunchucks! He's doing like his drill sergeant voice. And all of a sudden, he stops and goes, oh, I can't handle this drama! 
like, like proper drag queen. He starts going back and forth. It's like split personality. It's so it's bonkers. It's kind of awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> like this is amazingly bad. We cut the mitten head. Who we cut away to Mittenhead who is sitting up and he's saying, I can walk. But he walks to a mirror and he sees that he's horribly deformed, bug like body, and honestly, it looks fantastic. It It yeah, looks it, really it good. It, for, for again, they I don't know where they blew their budget on. Like they if they were spent because they have some good practical effects here with his body. And, but then they blow their budget so much, I guess, on the CGI that they had to use Ziploc bags for blood bags. <laughs> Maybe. But I don't know. But, yeah, I surprisingly... Looks really good. Surprisingly decent. Yeah, good. I got I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. And don't keep in mind, guys, if you, for some reason, haven't seen this yet, don't go into this thing when you go, oh, it's going to look great. No, it's not. It's just great for the slow of movie and for what it, it's, it's... I still think bad. it looks... It's pretty good. It's it's above the budget. It's above and beyond for this movie. Yes, for this movie, yes. 100%. It's it's above and beyond. I'm like, wow. And maybe that's why I had such a reaction to it because yeah. it's no. I agree for this movie. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Far it's, better. Yeah. Um, compared to like you know the paper mache planet and you know some of the other shit we've seen. We cut back to the entertainment lounge where Doctor Reeves proceeds to throw the most slow motion shitty martial arts kick, kicking down our cross dressing hooker. Yes, this is where our black belt karate comes in. Um, we cut back to Mittenhead, who is recording, who is uh, up on a computer, and he's recording that he's been mutated, and he's becoming less human, and he's becoming more Dr. Mitten Spider. Mitten Spider! <laughs> so dumb. We go back to the entertainment lounge, where Hooker wakes up, uh, wakes up from the ground and all of a sudden he has a 1970s yes. style rifle. I was going to ask you about this because like, I've said, I've watched it three times but I keep looking away, it like, literally, where does this come from? It literally just manifests okay. out of nowhere. I guess leprechaun powers, residual, just, residual, it just, like, how it's just it, a fuck. I'm not kidding. It just appears. Like, yeah. Is he, so he has magical powers now or is I, leprechaun like often is where like Santa, oh, sun comes up. I need to manifest a, Bayonet they do have a scene weapon. where Barbarella and Leprechaun are watching, eating peanuts, discussing the fight scene between Barbarella. Well, then and I guess be- between, well, pardon me, between cross-dressing Hooker and the Marines. So they're sitting there watching, eating peanuts. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I uh, yeah I guess that he Leprechaun like, must have done it. Yeah. yeah, he must have done. I'm trying to think of a clever drag name for Hooker now, like you know, like a Shangela <laughs> and all these like Jujube. Like, <laughs> Hookerilla, I, I, hook, I don't know. Hookerilla, Hookerilla, I yeah. guess Hookerilla. There you go. Anyway, so he wakes up with the 1970s rifle and starts to have like a breakdown in personality while trying to stab the Marines. He keeps going back and forth between Marine and like and damsel in distress. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we cut back to Leprechaun and Barbarella. They're going to the cargo bay to get Leprechaun's gold. Um, then we cut back to the entertainment lounge, fighting Doctor, fighting uh, Hooker. We see the bayonet wiggling and wobbling and all this rubber <laughs> glory. It looks really shitty. Um, Hooker essentially puts, he tries to stab Dr. Reeves, who moves out of the way, and he hits like a light socket or electric, like yeah, something like electrical, electrical. Yeah, it's like electrical panel or something. Yeah, and he gets electrocuted. Outlet. And this is where we discover that Hooker, Hooker was never human. He was a robot, android, whatever, straight out of fucking aliens the whole goddamn time. Motherfucker. Yeah. I was kind of dis- I did not like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really care. It was it was just like there. science fiction, everybody. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom! Science fiction. You remember aliens? 
Remember Alien? Do you remember that? Wouldn't you rather be watching that? That was a surprise. Here we're just going to... God damn it. <laughs> then there's an announcement on the loudspeaker that the ship will self-destruct in 15 minutes, which is more like half an hour. That's a long... That's a long self-destruct <laughs> know, time, man. Right? Leprechaun and Barbarella are walking in the cargo bay, and they seem like a happy couple, even though they bicker behind each other's back, just like any other couple. <laughs> but actually, now that I think about it, I kind of like that it's 15 minutes. Because a lot of other times we see self-destruct, like, we'll self-destruct in one minute. And, this gives you time. But, but yeah, it gives you the, whoever sets the self-destruct zero time to get away. 15 minutes gives you plenty right. of time to grab some shit, get to the escape pods, and get out of there. So I actually kind of, I'm okay with 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Dr. Mitten Spider, who, again, looks amazing, but he's just freaking out because the ship's about to explode. But he's overacting and just going bananas. It's great to watch. He's also worried about his, you know, his research and his yeah. work in yeah, he's he's just so. going he's going ballistic about it, but he like then he starts eating flies and yeah. wiggling all over. It's so crazy. It's, like, it's... I need flies. No, no, I'm human. But I need flies. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to Leprechaun and Barbarella, where Leprechaun puts a force field curse around this only shuttle craft that can get him off the ship. Yes, he needs to find his gold and a, use that ship to escape, and he doesn't want anyone else to take force it. Force field curse. Yes, because sure, that's a curse. Why not? <laughs> the Marines come running down the hall. <clears throat> And um, they're trying to get access to a room. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is this is where the, the the dictation comes in. This doesn't make any sense. Listen to what it says. Come to the Marines running down the hall, being tonight access a room, and Sticks decides to crawl through an air shaft to try and start self destruct mechanism. <laughs> so yeah, they they can't get into the room, and Sticks says, "I'll go." Joanna Man says, "I'll go." I'm gonna crawl through the air shaft and get to. The bridge where I can deactivate the self-destruct system. Yeah. We cut back to Leprechaun and Barbarella walking through the cargo bay. Barbarella is giving Leprechaun the business, saying that he is not the only rich suitor she's had. And then she's kind of getting tired of Leprechaun. And he says, why in the world would any other man want you with a face looking like that? And then he touches the middle of her head. And we cut away to Sticks running into the lair and coming across Dr. Hermitten's spider and the auto self-destruct system. <clears throat> As he's working on the self-destruct mechanism, Dr. Mitten Spider sneaks up behind him and we cut away. Leprechaun finally finds his gold and it's been miniaturized and he's fucking pissed off. The whole time Barbarella's calling him stupid and ugly and, you know, not really being very supportive. Leprechaun says, you're just goddamn ugly to stop taking, you know, and just... She says, I don't know what you're talking about. He finally shows her a mirror and she screams because she has horrible boils all over her face. This causes her to faint. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm sorry. She didn't faint. She got smashed in the head with a shillelagh yeah. as she's screaming. That's yeah. right. Lover guy wants to shut her yeah, up and just knocks her out. While she's unconscious, the boils go away. Yeah, so I that's the cure for his magic. You just knock her out and the, the magic fades or something. Sure. That's weird. That's strange. Or is it her regenerative powers? Maybe. Or Lover guy's like, whatever, I'm done with this. Yeah. You're, I, and he did it himself. Books are way books and Dr. Rees make their way to the cargo hold and see Leprechaun bitching about his tiny gold. Um, Leprechaun looks up and sees him and again, instead of being awesome and using magic, he just starts shooting at them. God that's, damn that's it. We cut back to sticks. Who is kind of now hanging in cobwebs with bloody viscera on him. Yep. It looks really weird, but he seems to be fine. 
Uh, he's still trying to disarm the self-destruct mechanism, but he's in a cocoon, basically. Yeah. It's 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 really strange. Yeah. I feel like there's some missing footage here. Maybe, but like I said, they just cut away and they cut back. Yeah. And so it's that's just what we get. So we cut back to books and Dr. Reeves in a shootout with Leprechaun. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> fucking shootout. Dr. Reeves does get the drop on Leprechaun, but uh-oh, she's out of bullets when she gets him. Uh-oh! What's um, happening now? She runs behind the rebigulator, the the <laughs> the laser that we saw earlier. That's the scientific name for it. Re-bigulator. Yes, the rebigulator, and zaps Leprechaun basically in the dick, making him glow orange. Leprechaun begins to grow in size, and to his befuddlement, books and to the befuddlement of books and Reeves. Also, this is where I talk about books being cut as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because in this shootout, yeah. he gets gl- <laughs> the smallest grazing wound on his shoulder. It's like a flesh wound at best. Like a little bullet grazes his shoulder, barely even noticeable a wound. But apparently, it's enough for he Book takes off to his take, body armor. He has to take off the body armor, and not just by he's got to take off that shirt. He's got to strip down to cover this little bitty tiny wound on his shoulder. Any excuse to show off them ass. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. It's like, we get the tits. You know, I guess this is the eye candy for the whatever women are watching this movie. Sure. But, like, there's absolutely zero real reason for him to strip down. But he does, just so we can see his abs. <laughs> it's so, so gratuitous. Leprechaun is now big. Yeah, he's huge. He's like and, T-Rex size. Yeah, he's, he's so impressed with his size, but even more impressed with the size of his dick. Yeah, he loves that giant he, dick He now. does take a peek in his pants, and he is tickled. His shillelagh got it, bigger. No, it would make me think, doesn't Leprechaun have the power? All kinds of crazy. Can't he make his dick bigger? He could just make his dick big. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Reeves escapes, and she decides she's going to help Styx deactivate the self-destruct mechanism. All the while she's crawling through an air shaft, Dr. Mitten Spider bursts through and trying to grab her arms, grab her legs. And in the process, she tears off her pants. Tears off them pants. <laughs> we cut back to the cargo hold where Leprechaun's stomping around like King fucking Kong, not <laughs> using any magic, not using any rhymes or anything clever, and he's trying to grab books. We cut back to Reeves, uh, <laughs> who is running across a catwalk in her panties, and it's pretty hot. Uh, she finally reaches the... Um, the bridge when she finds Dr. Mitten Spider's lair and finds sticks caught up in the webs. And Dr. Mitten Spider is hot on her heels. He starts coming after her. Again, it looks pretty good. Uh, I would say this is the best effects of the whole movie. Um, he keeps saying, I need to feed. It makes me grow. And he grows a spike out of his buttress or whatever the butt <laughs> part of the spider is. I don't know. The scorpion, like the scorpion's tail, I guess, because yeah. he's, part, he's scorpion part scorpion too. But Dr. Reeves is like, fuck that. I'm going Terminator 2 style and goes over to grab some liquid nitrogen and sprays down Dr. Mitten Spider, freezing him in his tracks. Yep. Dr. Mitten Spider is going, help me. Yeah. Help me like the original fly from the 1950s. But that's not enough to sway the attitude of Dr. Reeves, who takes out a gun and says, hasta la vista, baby, and blows him away. I wish she did. God, I wish she did. No, I think she says, I'm sorry. She does, yeah. yeah. I just wish she'd say, (laughs) just just a Spanish, vaya con Dios. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just just something. Hasta la vista is Spanish. I know, but but say something different. Oh, say something different. Okay. Because hasta la vista is obviously ripoff. Yeah, yes. Regardless. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is pretty cool seeing he does explode. And it doesn't look too bad. 
Cut back to the cargo bay. Um, Books comes across Barbarella and pulls her up off the floor and runs off as giant King Kong leprechaun struts around. Books calls into Dr. Reeves and Six saying to open the cargo bay door. as As they attempt to do this, Book escapes into the airlock with Barbarella and the cargo doors open and then we get the slowest space this. vacuum I've yeah. ever seen in my fucking life. It's it's it's, <clears throat> it's fucked hard, dude. Like it, every space every time you open a slight thing in space or even like you see an airplane get a window knocked out. That vacuum effect is instantaneous. Yeah. Everything gets sucked out immediately. This is the slowest like creepy like it, it it actually angered me so it, this is it, the worst oh, it's like me. oh this is this is the easy part. Yeah, this, this is, is an easy. easy thing. Like, this isn't science fiction. We know what happens. Like, yeah. this, he sucks up. Everything's just, poof, gone immediately. Like, yeah, have him get sucked up, and he can grab on it to a pole and try to hold it. But pe- things should be sucked out instantaneously as soon as the smallest crack in that door opens. And it's the slowest thing. It, it's, it's really it's bad. So it's, yeah. It's and dumb. he... So Leprechaun gets sucked out into the vacuum of space, suffering the fate of just about every sci-fi character in existence that winds Total up on a recall, fucking ship. Mars, Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens all he the distorts, time. He distorts, he blurs into a blob, and then he explodes. Yeah, which, that doesn't happen. You just no, freeze. you just freeze. <laughs> you freeze. Yeah. You, you su- instantly suffocate and freeze. God like damn, that. did it take forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... So the two uh, take... We take, go back to Styx and Dr. Reeves attempting to disarm the self-destructive mechanism with flashes of books running it with his hot, selfless shirt looking sexy as all <laughs> hell through the ship. They finally, He finally reached the, 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 the deck or the bridge. Bridge, thank you. <clears throat> and they're trying to guess the password to deactivate the self-destructive mechanism and they finally come up with Wizard with zero zero point one seconds left. And I got comment I found it funny. That this is a high-tech computer, and the graphics on a screen, the font is like, you know, your basic kind of, okay, regular font. But when they type in wizard, oh, yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's like some weird like marker, marker. like kid's font. It's like the everything's like a little off. It's like tilted to the side. The Z's one, backwards. Z's backwards. <laughs> one letter's bigger than the other. Without, it, it's like, what? Why is that? Why is the it, font like that? That it's is so really weird. weird. That's that such weird. an odd choice for this. Really <laughs> So weird. Uh, so but yeah, it's wizard because he called himself the Wizard of Oz in the earlier yes, season. Yes, and uh, just when he came out, he I'm the man behind the curtain, like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 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 So hooray! They hooray. disarm the self destruct. Books and Reeves make out. Yep. Sticks makes a comment that he wants some of that action, but <laughs> which is really kind of weird. So maybe there's going to be a three way Tina sandwich. You know, Tina who sandwich. knows? Yep. Uh, so they look out into the space void, seeing Leprechaun's body parts floating by, and his gigantic hand then forms a middle finger, flipping him off. Yep. <laughs> the end. The end. Roll credits. That's Leprechaun in space. That is Leprechaun in space. All right, so that brings us to our favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, so favorite kills for this movie. Uh, I'm torn. It's unfortunate because I can't count it as deaths. Um, Leprechaun getting blown up by the grenade looks pretty cool. Leprechaun getting blown up by Dolores in the catwalk looks pretty cool. Right. Um, 
but he didn't die from those. He just got fucked up and regenerated. So I'm going to have to go with Kowalski and Leprechaun coming out through his dick. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 100% agree. Like, that was mine, too. Like, you, you can't beat – I mean, come on. A Leprechaun erupts from this guy's dick. Like, you can't top that. You, you, just, you can't. Uh, 100% agree. That's the best kill. Um, yeah, I was, there were a few that were disappointing. Oh, uh, yeah. But that one makes up for it. That, that was that was crazy. But there were some other, like, funny ones, like like uh, Mooch and his flesh-eating bacteria. That was so stupid. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But it still, like, brings a smile to your face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you don't see it, like, his skin melt off. He's no. just there and then <laughs> That's when you actually see a, a leprechaun come out of a guy's dick. Yeah. For, as best they could, practically. All right, excuse me. So that brings us to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, a 17% on the old thermometer with a 21% audience score. And Amazon, boy, oh boy, Amazon gives it a 4 out of 5. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Plucky words. There are 106. Wow, 106. Jesus Christ. Um, so we do have... Bare breast, topless woman, female frontal nudity. We have exploding body. Again, for like the third or fourth week in a row, I don't understand. Psychotronic. Psychotronic. Which makes me even more confused as what the fuck a psychotronic film is. It just feels like they're just throwing that that word around willy nilly now. Because like the last four weeks or three weeks we've done, we've had that word come up. Each movie has been vastly very different. Very different. <laughs> like what? I don't. I'm even more confused about what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Then we have giving the middle finger, Star Wars and alien spoof, and fi- once again, black <laughs> panties. Yeah. <laughs> the panty guys are back again. Uh, so let's move on to trivia. Um. Uh, so, hey, here, this answers my question. Okay. So, the title character is never once in the film referred to as the Leprechaun. Yeah. He's yeah. only called Alien, Monster, Bastard, or some combination thereof, but never actually a Leprechaun. Um, according to Dave Triplett, the executive in charge of production for the first three movies, this film originally started out as a spoof of Apollo 13. A senior Trimark executive saw the promo art for Apollo 13 and immediately had artwork made up, replacing Tom Hanks' face on the poster with the leprechaun's face, and this is what starred the script work for the movie. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like, that's like the label. Like, what we got? Oh, let's, let's just slap leprechaun's face on Tommy. Make a movie on that. <laughs> um, the sounds of the doors opening and closing are taken from the original Doom video game. I thought so. I thought where that it was sounded originally familiar. the sound of an elevator, not the doors, but it's from Doom. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the film takes place in 2096, supposedly, and um, it's like 75 years from now. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently at the eight-minute mark in the film, two Millennium Falcon toys can be seen painted onto the walls yes! of the quote-unquote dropship. Yes, I thought the same thing. I was like, those look like Millennium Falcons. I'm like, it's probably someone decided to design <laughs> it like that. Um, so that's that's what I got for uh, trivia. That brings us to this week's budget game. They spent how much? The budget game. All right, Shit. Aaron. Um, now, this is going to be a little interesting. This is going to be tough. All right. Did this have a theatrical release? No, straight to video. Okay, that helps. 
The sets were dog shit. Yes. I mean, they were they were just a shade above better than, like, 90s porn. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, they, when, when they'd have, like, in-rear entrance day sets. Yes. You know? Um, Warwick Davis, Leprechaun 4, straight to video, no names. I mean, Joanna Man was not a... I mean, he's... he's Fuck, well, Debbie Dubbing had done, uh, had done Home Improvement by this but point. But is she really a name? Yeah, it's right. Yeah. And you got Demon. Everybody knows Demon. <laughs> Everyone knows Demon. You got a Baywatch babe. You got some soap opera stars. But I think it's going to be like way high for some reason. I had the feeling it's going to be high. $350,000. That's your $350,000 is your guess. Yeah, you gave me a shitty look. So. <laughs> All right. Um, there were actually two different numbers on hmm. this that I got. Uh, Wikipedia had two numbers, and then IMDb had one of those two numbers. So I'm not sure which one's right, but you were way off of both of them. So the first number was a one million six hundred thousand. Wow. The second number was three million. Wow. So I'm guessing somewhere in between is the actual number. I, it's weird. I've never seen two different budgets given on Wikipedia before. That's a big difference. Yeah, and IBM, IMDb had 1.6. I so. guess it's hard because I feel like a movie like that could easily be made today for like under $100,000. I don't know. You got to keep in mind that shitty CGI as it was cost some Exactly. Money. That's, that's where I, it got me probably. You still got to pay you people, know. the sets, mm. the practical effects. Mm. I don't know. Um and it still was, even though it was straight to video, it's still a studio release. A smaller studio, but still a studio. Landmark, whatever, yeah. Trimark. Trimark, yeah. yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, you did not get this week's. So, okay, well, what was that going to win? Uh, you were going to win probably, I don't know, another beer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Great prize, Marshall. <laughs> don't, t- don't laugh. You would have taken it. You would have liked it. <laughs> I will just go grab one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings us to this week's Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. Good versus bad, right versus wrong, light versus dark. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Comet Combat? All right, so there were 185 total reviews on Amazon. 60% of those are five star, with only 7% being one star. So a very lopsided battle on this one, according to uh, Amazon. But again, that was one that gave it four out of five stars compared to everywhere else. <laughs> Um, first up, Annie just writes, love it. Five stars. Simple enough. Amazon customer writes, great movie all the time. Five stars. <laughs> uh, Ronnie007 writes, as I said in another review, this adds to my collections. Five stars. Eddie, one word, perfect. Five stars. Perfect. Andrew, this is what I want, writes, movie of the year 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in 1987, but sure, why sure. not? Uh, Terry Nelson writes, in space, a good one, not a bad thing to say about the movie. They all good. Five stars. They all good in the hood. Yeah. So from Stefan Landriau, 
Yeah, baby, shake hands with the big guy. Dumbest line in a very dumb movie. Five stars. And True. lastly, from LP Quagmire, the Leprechaun franchise hits its apex in bone-chilling style with this suspenseful of nerve-numbing coda. Ranks alongside Psycho and Jaws the Revenge as one of the greatest <laughs> horror movies ever made. Five stars. Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now we move on to the other side of this battle here. We got the one star guys from Joe. The worst movie I've ever seen is Caress of the Vampire, which may not even qualify as a movie, more like an attempted vampire porn. However, before I saw that crap, my worst movie spot was definitely this one. It's so bad, but it's not funny bad. It's just dot, 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 bad. The horror production is the only thing even slightly entertained. The space plant looks like cardboard. And you see the duct tape hanging off the spacesuits. It's so stupid, not funny, and just plain horrible. But if you want to see the whole series, this is one of them. So you're forced to watch this one too. Hopefully, quote unquote, Hood will be better. Joey, I hate to break it to you, but you might be <laughs> for a big disappointment then. <laughs> Whenever you wrote this. I don't know. Ice T does pull a fucking mini baseball bat out of his afro. <laughs> he does. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that. Uh, Michael Bullets writes. The freaking leprechaun is in space. Okay. How the crap did he get there? With no good acting and surprisingly fun bit of involving a lightsaber, which is the only good thing. This one is total flop of a, of a movie in a floppy franchise. You also get to see the leprechaun grow enormous and he checks out his huge sausage. What a waste. <laughs> one star. Daniel Edmondson, right? I thought it was going to be bad. Then I watched it and realized my expectations were too high. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Evan Max, I wrote that Amazon, I vote that Amazon allows zero stars. The Leprechaun movies are awful, but amusing to watch for their comic value. This Leprechaun movie, though, has, was absolutely worthless and painful. I see, so I'm so relieved that I fell asleep for part of it. One star. Last two, one from Jay. This is quite possibly the worst movie in history of filmmaking. I began thinking to myself, no way could this get any worse, but to my surprise, it did. I'm not quite sure how this movie was funded, seeing that the third Leprechaun movie would surely be enough to drive the producers into bankruptcy, but somehow a few dollars were scraped up to pay for horrible effects and no-name actors. I had just been informed a fifth Leprechaun movie was also made. Dot, dot, dot. Why? <laughs> <laughs> one star. And lastly, now this one, this one I have to read, and it's very, int it's very interesting and well-written. Is it? From Jeffrey Litch. Leprechaun 4 is a type of film that only the most learned, metaphysically hardy individuals should watch. As I sat in my easy chair, buffeted by the splen splendorous emanations, em emanations pouring out the television screen speakers, I pondered why my mind could handle the multifaceted plot, canon deep characters, whipshaw fast pacing, and dialogue that surely issued from the mouth of the most benevolent deity watching over each and every one of us from his throne in the stars. Seriously, I am just funning around. We all know as anyone has sacrificed 90 minutes of his life to watch this Dullesville production knows that this movie reeks to high heaven. Leprechaun 4 boosts Debbie Dunning, a group of space marines, and the actor who played the geeky guy in Bachelor Party, the one with huge glasses that lined up the female entertainment for Tom Hanks' character's hotel bash. Why doesn't Leprechaun work in any way, shape, or form? Because it boosts Debbie Dunning, a group of space marines, and the actor who played the geeky guy in Bachelor Party, the one with the huge glasses that lined up female entertainment for Tom Hanks' character's hotel bash. Leprechaun 4 ought to come out with a syringe full of Thorazine because that's the only way anyone will get through this one without significant mental scarring. <laughs> one star. So there's what 
the battle lines are drawn. Those type of reviews always kind of irk me, you know, when they start off, like, waxing poetically, like, doing, like, a self-jerk-off to show that they have a big vocabulary. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to, like, rag on the movie. It's like, yeah, like, we've heard a lot of them, you know. Yeah. You're not that original, pal. There's a lot of them out there. They probably think they're fucking clever, you know, writing, like, ooh, I'm going to yeah. act like it's so crazy cool. I'm going to flip it on them. It's like, God <laughs> just, just, just give me your. There was one review that wrote like it was one of the longest reviews I've seen. Like it was like four, five, or six paragraphs. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude! And it was, it was a one star review, but my God, I'm so glad you didn't. Record no, that I, I didn't even. I, I'm not even reading that thing. Um, but anyway, that's what other people have to say. So let's bring, wrap it up with our final thoughts. Aaron, where where are we going here with Leprechaun Four? I'm for? picking my nose a lot right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. that talking, I had no time to pick my nose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Getting drunk. Ah, uh, so bad it's good. So All bad right. it's good. I'm dee sorry, dee but dee the, dee the, the 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 Leprechaun franchise is uh, ridiculous. This one takes it straight to space. You know what you're getting. You're getting something stupid. This movie is dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> but it has some redeeming fun parts. I am a little bit more disappointed with the Leprechaun. Yeah. I felt like this. I honestly felt like this really wasn't too much of a Leprechaun movie. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't do a lot of leprechaun stuff, but that doesn't make it bad necessarily. It doesn't make it like not worth watching. He has his moments here or there. But it's it might be kind of hard for leprechaun to do his space, you know, do his leprechaun shtick when they don't even know what a leprechaun fucking is. Yeah. I am a little bummed out that he used the gun so much and that he's a little person who waddles away from space marines who should be trained killers and they can't fucking shoot him. That was stupid. Well, he is a tiny movie target. <laughs> but he's a slow movie target, but he is tiny movie target. <laughs> he just waddles back and forth. Dude, there was, there was a video not too long ago of Warwick Davis wiping out out of his SUV. He has this big fucking SUV, and he's getting out of it, and he just falls right out. And, ah, <laughs> just gets up, dusts himself off, and... Waddles inside. He waddles. It's probably happened more Warwick Davis is a little person, yes, yeah, but waddle. he always waddles. He's a bow-legged midget. Yes, yeah, he's, he, he is a waddler. Um, <laughs> no fucking, even when he's wicked, he waddles. Yeah, no, no offense. I mean, in Willow, he waddled, and yeah, he's just a waddler. So a lot of them have to waddle. Yeah, it's unfortunate, yeah. but man. Watching him wipe out of that, I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> I'm such an <laughs> asshole. But yeah, I, but but like I was saying. It has a lot of its faults, but overall, fun. The Space Marines are actually pretty funny. It's a good, like, spoof on, you know, sci-fi movies in general. They do a pretty good job on that aspect. Uh, so, so bad it's good. I, I had fun watching it, um, and I, I, watched, I watched it twice, and each time I had a blast. I uh, All right, so I would concur with you on a lot of things that you said. I agree that I was disappointed in the leprechaun not being very le- leppy, like the leppy we've come to know. Like there are very few, there's hardly any rhyming or or uh, uh, or limericks. Limericks, or... that's where the limericks or any of that uh, that we've seen in the past. His one-liners weren't very witty this time. Uh, and yeah, he should use more magic. I mean, other than the, when he uses the magic to kill Harold with the the tray, pizza tray. Like there's very little magic use. Like yeah, it's very blast. So I was was very disappointed in that because not a lot of you could Irish almost just stuff. Yeah, like, he sings Danny Boy once. Yeah, but. I mean you could almost just replace him completely with a whole other like some other some other new random alien. It yeah. might be the same movie. But that said, I will agree that I watched it basically three times. Each time I did enjoy it. The first time I watched like years ago when I was thinking about doing it, like this movie's fucking garbage. It's terrible. But man, I was watching it again, like. 
it's it's fucking it's just stupidly fun. Yeah, I, it is. So um, so we're gonna go double, double, All right. double. So bad it's good. It's it's getting the double votes this week. I did not would never have guessed myself saying that about this movie, but. It's just a dumb ride. Do you and feel it, dirty? A little bit. Really? But it's but it is. It's, I wallow in this stuff. I love it. <laughs> it's just a dumb fun ride. Like if you, it's just stupidly fun, and I kind of enjoy. It. And the overacting is so on point. Like it's make the characters ridiculous. So yeah, I'm not gonna say more. I, I surprised myself. So bad is good. It's worth at least a watch, especially if you watch it for free on Peacock. I think you have to rent through someone Amazon or buy it, but yeah, if you watch wa- it for free, dude, watch it on Peacock for free. for free. And to be perfectly honest, again, plug for Peacock. Their commercials are slow. Or pardon me, pardon me, quick. They're quick, quick commercials. There's only like one or two, and there's only a handful of commercial breaks. I think there's more on Tubi. Maybe there's more commercial breaks on Tubi. Something interesting that Peacock does do, which I think may cut down on the amount of advertisements they do. Whenever you pause the movie, it all of a sudden takes the screen and puts up whatever ad it is. Like I would pause it. And try and type some stuff, and all of a sudden, an ad for Verizon 5G would come up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's probably how they get around so many commercials." Is when you pause it, there's a commercial right there. I bet that's yeah. That's I I didn't watch on Peacock, but yeah, that's probably that's probably which which is clever back. because it cuts down on commercials, but it fucking sucks if you're trying to pause the movie, pause pause, pause the movie and see something interesting, you know, or take a look at something. Too bad you're gonna get fucking you know yeah that's a, that's a downfall if you're trying Jeff to from State Farm popping up or whatever and it's it's it's, it's Jake, pain the it's Jake from State Farm whatever it. yeah it's 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 a pain in the dick all right well there's our take on it guys um that's what St. Patty's Day episode for this year uh, St. Patty's fun. Day sucked this year man again yeah, 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 again well. no it's the second year in a row two years two years two well, years well just no St. Patty's in two year, years but last year it was canceled yeah but it's still it's only been. One and year. this year it's been canceled. Two St. Patty's Day, but one year. Well, fine. Two St. Patty's Days canceled. Yeah, and it kind of hurts me, man. I like St. Patty's Day is a is a good one. It's yeah. a fun holiday to celebrate because well, it's just a basic excuse to go, you know, yeah, scream about how you're it's white and drink. Holiday. You know, yeah. Just say like Cinco de Mayo. Everybody's Mexican all of a sudden. It's yeah, Cinco de Mayo. It's everyone's just, Irish. Everybody's yeah. Irish. Everybody's Mexican. It's yeah. just an excuse to get drunk. Yeah, and it, um, it's but we've we've had some good fucking St. Patrick's Mardi Gras. Times. Everybody's French all of a sudden, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> French get that Catholics. <laughs> yeah. um, so, all right, there's our take, guys. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in, listening. Uh, if you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page. Hopefully, we'll be adding more to it soon. Uh, How soon? Hopefully, very soon. Very soon. Hopefully soon. Oh. Uh, all right, that's it. We'll be back later with another movie. So you know what to do. In the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight.